Welcome everyone to the OG pod. Today I have Joe McNamara, who's an Austin comic here. Thanks for having me, dude. This is sick. This yeah. is badass. Thanks, man. So you're a real comic. Welcome. Welcome. A real comic? Yeah, you get paid to do comedy. Yeah, on a good day I do. Yeah. We were discussing the levels. So you got an open micer. Mm -hmm. You got somebody who's like maybe getting booked on shows. Yeah. You got somebody who's like getting paid. Maybe they don't have to do as much open mics. Mm -hmm. And then you got like they're making their money doing uh, entertainment and comedy. Yeah, I think it goes it goes from like you're just doing spots to like maybe you're a feature, so you're on the road and then hopefully headliner. I guess that's the end goal for anyone who's grinding it out. Well, you're getting close to it. I'm trying to. Yeah, I I think the next step for me would be to get lucky enough to go feature on the road for somebody, um, and then. I guess maybe headlining either my own show or smaller bar venues, things like that. Who are the comics that you like here in Austin that uh, are like native to Austin? I don't think I know anyone who's just like truly, truly started in Austin that I've worked yeah. with, but like everyone's a trans. I like Hassan and Derek a lot. They're like when I first moved here and was like, man, I'm doing comedy. I'm going to start grinding. I'm going to hit open mics. I saw them at secret show. And in my head, they were like, They've been doing comedy for 20 years. And, you know, in my head. That's like, Brian Redband show? Yeah, Redband show at Vulcan. I saw them, like, it was one of the first weeks I moved here right before I did open mic. And I look up to them. And I've we've had Hassan headline the show that Matt and I do at Monk's. And then, I've, you know, I've seen Derek all the time. He's clearly a headliner. He can do probably two hours if he needed to. The dude's <laughs> unreal. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a that's an accomplishment to actually be able to like have two hours of material, yeah. even if you I'll stretch imagine. it out with filler or whatever, yeah. is still like yeah. such a far cry from open mics. Yeah. So what's your what's your scene out here? Like, what do you like about Austin um, besides comedy? What are you excited yeah, I was for? Just, I like the comedy. Yeah. Um, I like the live music. That's always like I feel like your show's at a jazz club. Yeah. What's it called? monks jazz club monks cool yeah we just call it a night of comedy, night of comedy. and then yeah like i was saying earlier we we have a lot of people who do go to the jazz shows come to our show and then we build a little bit of a email list and then we do a bunch of just barking out on the streets just hey please come just <laughs> trying to trick people into yeah. buying a 20 dollar ticket it's a fair price yeah it is free beer too yeah for live bucks, entertainment free beer yeah, that's great. Yeah, you'll pay twenty bucks for a beer at a hotel. Yeah, that's our argument too, because I feel like once people see the club we have, like when you go into it, it looks like you're going to like a shack. You're probably like, "Fuck, <laughs> what did we buy tickets for? What did we see on new?" And then you get in, and it's like a speakeasy style, low lit, low ceiling jazz club that you would have never imagined. It's in this like little warehouse on the east side. So that's my favorite place that's to do cool. comedy thus far do you think you get like more comfortable with places like i don't know like the more you work there the more you get a feeling for it yeah yeah it seems like it would be the case like i feel comfortable like it bombing there yeah i'll definitely try some shit out what's your bomb ratio um if it's an open mic like if i'm trying to Re real people but new material real crowd I, th I feel like I look my stuff over and like I have a good enough process where I'm like, all right, this should work on some level. It might not do as good as the working material I have or how I know I open my bits or how I know I'm going to close. But I'd say one, one in 10, maybe like, if hey, I'm just that's thinking great. Of, that's fucking great. I don't know. 
Do ten percent bomb. I meant like invert that ninety percent with everything I do. Yeah. <laughs> but if I'm like, say I'm doing, if I'm going and doing open mics, I'm gonna try on the day to hit at least bare minimum two, or you know three or four. And it's there's no doubt one of those mics I'm bombing, no doubt because I'm gonna do either stuff I wrote down that day or stuff I've been can't work out that I just can't figure out how to get good enough to do it on a show, do it in front of you know, 50, 100 real people. And I know, I, you intense. know what I mean? I'm going like, fuck, I got to go bomb today. Even bombing's fun, though. I've been yeah. getting a little bit of an itch, just like the slightest tingling to hold a mic. It's, yeah. It is like such a uh, you're all in or all out thing, though. Yeah. Like you can't trifle with anything you do. Yeah. And like it like, yeah, it just everything takes all no, your you time. Gotta commit, yeah, sure. You got to commit. But sometimes it would be fun just to like fuck around, hold a mic you know yeah. say your shit like you host the open mic oh i've thought of that too okay. i want to create a, a show one day no matter what because this would be just like easy as cake for me called what would it like don't be boring or something <laughs> like that where basically your time is as long as until i get bored that's when you're off the stage and you so like what? i'm the judge with a co-host Damn. or whatever like maybe at the creek or something you just do your time uh kind of like maybe banana phone actually we yeah. have like the panel there and then just as soon as I'm bored, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's high stakes. Yeah. But you be... might get 30 seconds. You might get 30 minutes. Like, how long can you be in? But how would you know how to book that show? Because say you book five people and the first guy is like just murder. Like, you know, say Derek Poston, whatever. You book him. Like I said, he's got a lot of material and he's up there for 45, Yeah, you need a long list. Like, hey, everyone else, yeah. sorry, sorry, you're not doing the show. Yeah, yeah. He can't be up next time first. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. You just got to book people, you know, or like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make this a long list. This is their second show ever. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just do I'd a do long it. list. Yeah, that's it'd cool. be really fun. But, uh, um, yeah, you have to be all in on mm-hmm. these kind of things. It, they take yeah. all your time. Yeah, 100%. So what's your, uh, what's your kind of, like, motivations for comedy? Why, um, why, why do you subject yourself to the torture of live entertainment? It's a good question. I feel like any time I've either done bad or a joke falls flat, I just remember another good time I had. Or like all, all it takes is one real like killer show, killer set. Be like, oh, yeah, that's why I do that. Yeah. I was able to get those people all the way on board. And if I can do that some of the time, like, like obviously I want to do it every time. Be like, oh, fuck, yeah, Joe crushed, whatever. Um, just knowing the feeling of absolutely having everybody on your side yeah. and like these jokes that or bits or whatever that you've created over the past year two, you know, I have some stuff I've like messed with for like two years now. And, uh, it's just a really good feeling when you're able to like know that you got something reliable. Yeah. You got something reliable and you got the crowd on your side. And I guess the name of the game is just finding a way to make that happen with new material. So yeah. it's like. It's kind of a cool process building the bits and building the material. Do you have any other kind of interests outside of stand up? I used to be really big into skateboarding. Oh yeah, cool. I Very used to cool. be big into skateboarding. I haven't been doing that. I need to now that the weather's not as cold. Um, I literally know nothing about it, but I enjoy. I used to watch the skateboarders in Venice Beach. They have this skate oh, park. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's like the most famous Dude, park in the world. I used to go just yeah. get high. Watch those guys nice. do their thing, ride my bike home. That was my routine. Yeah, that's where all the pros are. Just ripping really it up there. Yeah, there's like pros, but then there's also like pros that are, I don't know, like you. Like it's crazy that kinda. what they can do. Yeah. 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 Like where you're just like, oh my God, this is just like happening right in front of me. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wish I got really good at. I was pretty good. I was pretty good in high school at skateboarding. I can slow longboard as long that's as it's fun. real slow. <laughs> do you ever do it with your dog? I have a little bit, that's but like I, it's that's scary. when I skateboard still. Well, like the, the, he'll go so fast. Have you done it with a dog? Yeah, your dog. Yeah. A lot of the time, my, I have my dog trained really well, so I like nice. I almost never have a leash with him. But nice. what will happen is I'll skateboard with him, and I'll just haul ass either down a hill or wherever in the neighborhood. And he'll just follow me and he'll try to bite the back of the board. So it's like great exercise for him because I'll run with him sometimes. But if I'm feeling lazy, I'm like, ah, I'm just going to haul ass on my skateboard and make him. How do I want to master that. How do I do that? You have kind of a husky, right? Yeah, he's like a husky lab mix, if I were to guess. I don't know. My dog doesn't listen. He sees anything and yeah. he takes off after it. Like, but so I, you I don't, have I haven't. Uh, I mean, just short distances and I have to like monitor constantly. Yeah. I feel like I could probably train him more. I never like yeah. had him super well trained. I just did, you know, just the basics. Yeah. How old is he? He's three. So okay. he's like a little past training age, but he's very motivated with environments. Yeah. So like he doesn't care about food or treats. It's crazy. He'll just like ignore a, a bowl of food. Huh. Um, but he cares about being on leash. Like he hates it. It's his, it's the worst thing. Yeah. And so, like, that's how I've trained him is just having him be off leash or yeah. on leash. Yeah. But that'd be pretty cool. Like, uh, yeah, if I did that on a regular basis, I've tried it around. I've done a few loops around here. He goes so fast. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm just like, I'm going to die. It's a sled dog. You have a sled yeah, dog. Yeah. You haul ass on a longboard. But it is pretty fun to run with him. So I have this waist belt. Yeah. And he gets strapped on. And then he's given me momentum as we're uh, running. Is that why people have those? I don't know why. So I feel like anytime I go to Zilker Park, I always see at least 10 people with the. Maybe that is why, because it's like, uh, it gives you, you a little momentum. Huh. Because when I run with my dog, I just have a basic leash on him. He kind of just stays next to me. Does he ever run ahead or anything? He will, but um, I don't know. I just feel like I trained him really well when he was young. Nice. I didn't have like one of those. I guess they have the leashes where it like fucks him up. Yeah. <laughs> I never the did shock that. Collar. I, did a sh I did do the shock collar when he was really young because I wanted to be able to have him off leash all the time. And that way, like if I whistle, he comes back. And at oh, first I was like skeptical of doing the shock. Cause I'm like, Oh man, that's fucked up to shock your dog into coming back to you. But I put it on my, <laughs> I put it on myself and all it does, all it is, is like, you know, when you're like telling your dog to heal with a leash and they kind of feel yeah. Yeah, the, the bite of the call. Yeah. That's all it's supposed to mimic. Simulate. simulate. Mimic. Yeah. You're not like actually fucking zapping an animal. You could. There's seven. I might do it just for my pleasure. My guy, he yeah. can be a piece of shit sometimes. <laughs> he really can. He's a little shit eater. No, I love my dog. He's a great dog. Yeah. Lucky to have him. Um. So what were we talking about? Comedy. Uh. Yeah. Just shit we I do besides comedy. Oh yeah. Oh, skateboarding. Yeah. yeah. Skateboarding. Longboarding. Long you ever tried the electric longboards? Never. I think the only thing I've ever cool. tried is uh the one wheel. Oh, that'd be cool too. My brother's friend had one when I went to visit him and called that. It's crazy because those things go like 40 miles per hour. Yeah. You're literally just on yeah. like a floating skateboard. I get, I'd, How do you control it? Lean? I guess it's calibrated to understand your body's movements, but it, it doesn't feel, it feels fake. Like it feels like hmm. it shouldn't be able to do that. Just because all you got to do is like kind of lean this way. And then all of a sudden. And it can going. go off road. It can go on trails. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's cool. That'd be a cool thing. I'd want to give an electric, little electric longboard, though, but I mean, you're dropping serious money. For yeah. Those. I have a scooter. One of those, uh, what's that brand? Segway. Really? What yeah. Is, like, oh, it's like a bird scooter. 
but it but the wheels are on each side or is it like oh yeah regular? it's like got handle wheel i mean it's like really easy to maneuver but is it like a hoverboard where the wheels are on the sides uh no it's just got two wheels just like a regular okay scooter. okay i'm being yeah, an idiot yeah. in my head yeah. i'm like do you have a hoverboard <laughs> that'd be pretty fucking cool. yeah where's elon musk he's got to build us a hoverboard somebody oh, make sure. it yeah you can get one when are we going to get those future i mean how old are you 25 25 okay yeah. you're young and yeah uh i was always thinking like we were going to have some cooler tech but we are starting to get some pretty cool tech yeah i got jetpacks we got jetpacks how yeah. crazy is that have you seen those the yeah ones on the water that's how is that dope. possible not only that but they have these ones that are air powered that the military uses yeah to do be like from hops from like a boat to like a ship oh i have not seen that. i'm thinking of the ones that like spray water in the water so you're like oh i've seen those but this thing is straight iron man what the fuck yeah it's got turbines and i think it's like gas powered or something i don't really know and it's like military Mm -hmm. and they've got like it attaches your arm like you could just see them on youtube fuck yeah um yeah okay so we got jetpacks that's a good one yeah we're gonna get flying cars have you heard about these automated drones they got no i don't know much about drones at all uh, they've got, they took like a basic drone uh-huh. and they upscaled it like 10 times. And really? so you can hop in there fully automatic. Oh, quiet, it's a passenger drone. Passenger drone. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Runs quieter than, I can't, I don't know what a, a comparison is, but it's not loud. What L- the fuck? Like the whole thing is built to be a silent drone. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Is so that like, supposed to be like the new mode of travel? It's supposed to replace helicopters and be oh kind God. of like, uh, what do they call those puddle hoppers or whatever? You go city to city. Uh, there's like a, in the sky? an airplane. Yeah. Yeah. In the sky. They oh, have oh like, okay. Just like smaller flights. Smaller flights, like 200 miles max. Something like okay, that. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But I think it's mostly for like you're in downtown New York. You need to get to JFK. You can take a helicopter for 500 bucks or you can take this thing for 50 bucks. Damn. And and it's automatic. Damn. Yeah. And Elon the future Musk is, is doing now, it? No, no. Somebody oh. else. Jeff Bezos? Which one? I'm sure he'll find a way to make money on it, but yeah, it's uh, sure. somebody else is working on it. Who is it? Oh, Reed Hoffman. He's like an investor guy from Silicon Valley. Uh, huh. he's, he's, he's like a tech guy. Damn. He just got a bunch of money. He's like, let's mm-hmm. find a way to get places. Yeah. All right. I think that's all these Silicon Valley guys yeah. work. They like get one Uber, one Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And they're just like loads the banks forever or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And just keep making more money. Yeah. Fuck. That's really cool. Is that the purpose of life? Money? Is that what we're after? Is it money and fame? Yeah. That's what everybody that's wants. Actually, that's that's all I think about every day is how do I get more money and have more people know who I am? Yeah. I'm nah. going to go do comedy. Yeah. Probably I think not money's good to a point. You know, I, I mean, I've never had a billion dollars. I'm sure it would change me. I think it would fuck me up for sure. Probably. I'm like... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What would happen? Yeah. I don't <sighs> You'd have to figure out how to give a ton of it away to everyone you know so they yeah. don't fucking hate you. And if you lose it before that happens, they'll definitely fucking hate you. Yeah, exactly. It'd be like, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. I wouldn't have done that. Well, you didn't get it to begin with. Yeah. So fuck off. <laughs> do you ever do the, the fantasize what you would do if you won the Mega Millions or whatever? Uh, I, I've gotten lottery. some lotteries in my life. I've gotten some lotteries. Oh, really? Like you've won significant? No, amount. just like through text and crypto and stuff like that where like any normal person or myself when i was younger would be like what the fuck <laughs> you know oh, like really yeah nothing crazy but, but just still, like enough yeah i'm saying like 
if you won a billion dollars tomorrow. A billion? I feel like I I have that conversation once a month with friends. Like, what would you do with the money? Okay, let's have that conversation. A billion. What would you do? a billion dollars. In my head, I tell myself, I I would, in my head, it'd be so cool to not tell anybody. Maybe tell my brother and my He's definitely going to tell everyone he ever met. (laughs) I don't know. I'd have to be like, (laughs) yeah, you got to listen. But I would want to like do, I want to do everything the same. Obviously, I would not work my regular you know remote job but I'm, would I you like not because like what are you going to do with your time you got to do something i would just keep grinding comedy okay that's right. all I would, I would just yeah. you know I, w- I wouldn't have any pressure just fucking jokes all day and then get a couple of houses get a couple of cars yeah, but i wouldn't tell anyone and i would be very promiscuous about it yeah like that's a good oh, idea you know, just I, yeah, keep it I'll under wraps right. where'd you get all that money from ah, just mm, family money. In there. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah. Oh. so i don't even have money yeah it's exactly exactly that's a good idea. I would yeah. pl- I would do social pranks. I've thought of this actually. Yeah. I actually had a little stand up uh, bit about how I thought billionaires wasted their money, and they're yeah. buying islands, they're buying yachts, the yeah. Coco Bongo. Come on, do something interesting. So my idea was to compete with Genghis Khan. Okay. So do you know much about him? He murdered a bunch of people. He right? did. He but so you I gotta, think, when you get a bunch of money. Well, I I don't mean in murder. that way. Not in all levels. Just compete with him in his uh in his progeny so he was the most successful procreator he basically fucked the most of anyone oh, had yeah. the most offspring had the most kids why is this so hard um of anyone and it's like two percent of the world is related to him i didn't realize that yeah and if the whole purpose of this world is just to serve the genes right we're just like a package of dna yeah. that wants to replicate i want to duplicate then uh, a great way to do that, I thought, would be if you have a $1 billion, I did the math on it. It's an absurd number. I can't remember it now. But it was something like um, you could start sponsoring children. Yeah. So here's how this would work. Any woman in the world could go to makemoreme.com, me being myself, okay, and apply with their stats to bear my children. And Holy I'm going to book. Yeah, I'm going to pay the top people by their GPA and their income. I don't know. However you measure these things. Yeah. You figure out some way. It's not all going to be how they look. Right. You want to have other attributes. Yeah. Yeah. You want some smart people. Yeah. You want to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some kind of talent, some kind of um, something that sets you apart. Anyway, you take the top 10 percent of them and you get them pregnant by however they choose, you know, okay. like. I don't want to force a woman to do something she doesn't want to. She gets to choose yeah. the means. And then, yeah, she raises my kids. I pay her five grand a month for 20 years. Holy shit. That's a pretty good deal, so right? So the incentive is they're going to get money from. Yeah. Okay. From okay. this fund, from the billion dollar okay. fund. That is like it's super safe, super secure. It's not just like, hey, I have a billion dollars. No, no. Me. The incentive is that they're going to focus on the child. Cause like oh. Genghis Khan was out there raising latchkey kids. I want my kids kicking yeah. ass. Damn. So you have thought about the billion dollars. I have thought about sure. that. And I'm just like, I want a Lamborghini, but I don't <laughs> want to tell anybody about it. That was mine. Okay. One more that I got to tell you. Yeah. I'm, I'm turning I'm this very, into my show. That's insane. Uh, they, yeah, this one's also insane. More what would happen if you just started dropping 10 grand a day in central park from a drone? Oh my God. I think Every single riots. day. Riots. Riots, right? Because if the and it was at the same time. Yeah. Noon every day it would you'd be start ridiculous. a religion. It would be it would be ridiculous. Yeah. It would be fucked. That yeah. Would, that would ruin Manhattan. It would, yeah. People would be like traveling from all over the world just and it's scattered with like hundreds. Yeah. So like you have a pretty fair chance of getting it. 
Yeah, because it wouldn't just be in one bon- bundle, right? Like yeah. you're just saying, like you have a oh, drone. Oh, that's actually a great idea. I was thinking a bundle that just, but yeah, like maybe you fly over the whole Central Park and you distribute yeah. ten grand over. That. I think that would cause less chaos, and it would it, it would be chaotic, and people would, you know, it'd be like yeah. that money game. You ever seen the money game where, no, what's where uh, they have it at like some, I guess like Dave and Buster's or whatever, where you get into like a wind tunnel. And there's either tickets or money, and you got to grab as much as you can. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'd be like that. that. It'd just be a bunch of people just grabbing fucking money. And And then homeless people shanking them. (laughs) But if it was just one bundle that gets dropped of $10,000. That'd be pretty tasty. People would be building fortresses. People would be, it'd get crazy. It'd get crazy. And if you knew it was happening every day. I still think you'd like start some kind of movement. Um, Yeah, these billionaires, they buy stocks. Come on, do something interesting. Or maybe they'd create a really democratic and nice system where it's like, well, today's your day. You're this in line. No, they're never going to do that. It would be anarchy. anarchy. All right, so we know what we're going to do with billions. Yeah, yeah. Buying a car, laying low, quitting my job. That's it. And then you're. That's a good call. Repopulating. I'm re. Yeah, I'm going to try to get as many. That's basically what Elon Musk is doing right now, right? He has like 10 kids or something. Does he have 10? Isn't one of them like a cat walked over a keyboard? It's just got a bunch of letters and numbers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to like just make it pronounceable. Yeah. I <laughs> Sorry, don't know. kid. Yeah. He was just trying to flex, I guess. I guess. He was just trying to be different. Yeah. I don't know. Or the cat literally walked over the yeah. keyboard. That's what I think happened. <laughs> <laughs> he was like texting his wife or wife. What should we name this one? Yeah. yeah whatever yeah, yeah, one yeah. it was. What should we name? Oh, that looks good. That looks sciencey. Dude, we got some characters here in Austin, though. We got Elon Musk. We yeah. got uh, Joe Rogan, Rogan. We got um, Alex Jones. Who else yeah. we got out here? Bunch of fitness guys. Bunch of podcasters. Yeah. You're bit. You're real big into the fitness world, right? I like to yeah. be active, I guess. The uh, runs to, so I saw your challenge. What's the challenge you're doing right now? You're doing it running was every day this year? No run every day for 30 days. Um, oh. And then, well, originally it was for 90 days. Then it was, I was like, that's yeah. kind of crazy. Then it was for 30 days. Then I did it for 30 days. And I was like, this is like, I could do this for a while. Yeah. And so now I'm just doing it to see how long I can keep the streak going. <laughs> do you have like a minimum amount that you need just to Just 10 minutes. Yeah. Just 10 minutes? It, nothing hard. Super easy to do. I swear on your stories though, you're like five miles. Sometimes. Sometimes okay. I go for a good long run. What's the longest distance you've ever done? I don't think I recorded it, um, but I think I got eight or nine miles in like a month ago when I started at Zilker and I went all around Barton Hills in this loop. That's normally six miles, but I took an extra path. So probably like six or eight. I don't, you know, some people, they do like 50 miles. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like the super marathon. Would you ever do like a half marathon? I have zero interest. Really? Yeah. In my head, just from looking at your stories, I assume like you run marathons, you maybe do Mm -hmm. Ironman. Just from like your stories and all the like food prep and all that stuff you do. If I had like a sponsor or somebody was paying me, there was like oh, a reason yeah. to do it. Hell yeah. They're but like, just on my you. own. Yeah. You know, it's work. You got to prep for those things. Yeah. You got to like, I don't know. There's a lot that goes into the prep. Yeah. For no. me, it's just a way to get outside and get the blood flowing. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. It's probably why you kept doing it because you probably, let me guess, you felt really good after 30 days. Yeah. And you're like, why, why would I not just keep doing it? The runner's high is real. Yeah. How long does it take for the runner's high to hit once you start? 10 minutes 10 minutes so what maybe a mile in the first five minutes is like ugh, i gotta do this the next five minutes is like this is fine everything after that is like this is pretty good after about 40 minutes though i do start feeling 
like a new level but when i'm doing it i'm i'm kind of trying to always keep the same pace and yeah. so i think if i just slow down it seems harder for me to go slower it's like yeah. easier to go faster yeah weirdly weirdly like once you're already doing it yeah or like building up to that once i'm already doing it huh. i don't know why but yeah. people say that the key to being a better runner is to run slower for longer hmm. so do you do any sports or any anything outside of skateboarding uh, like I, like I said earlier, I do try to run. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I do like two miles with my dog and I mean, I do like little kettlebells, you know, I'm not, oh, yeah. I just try to move around so I don't go crazy in my head. I think that's like most of what yeah. people are missing is yeah. they're just I'm not trying to get jacked. I, yeah. I, I would get jacked. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some tests. Give me some yeah, arms. There we go. There we yeah. Go. Yeah. No, I've never had that desire. I guess in high school. Yeah. I would like lift weights and be like, I'm going to get fucking big. Cause I was always just a super skinny, it's still skinny, skinny dude, but it's just more mental for me. I heard it helps with comedy big time to get super jacked. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's Something what about, says. yeah. Wearing yeah. like a tight shirt on stage yeah. really makes people laugh. Yeah. There we go. I feel like if anything, <laughs> if you're like some big muscular dude on stage, it's distract. You're like, it why is, is, yeah. Yeah. Why is this why asshole trying to be this? funny? Why does he, he yeah. doesn't need to do this. He can go look pretty somewhere. Oh, one of my favorite things that Adam Lucky said was comedians can be hard to look at. <laughs> Not so in your case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Lucky's great. Yeah. He's got some great comedy. He's fucking hilarious. I love his filthy show. Have you ever been to the late night Greek show he does? I, uh, he I've probably seen it, it. I've probably seen it. Um, yeah. I don't think I've done it or been on. It's not an open mic or anything, right? No, no, no. It's just like a, I think he's been doing it since he's been in Austin at the Creek in the Cave. It's like 11 p.m. every Saturday. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen and it And he always just times. sells it out. Or it looks like he's selling it out. I don't want to speak falsely. I haven't gone out in so long. I yeah. really When's uh, the last time you there? got on stage? Oh, it's been like a year. Yeah, I don't even say like really? comic is not my identity at all anymore. I didn't anymore. realize that. It's been a long time. So what you were saying earlier is like you kind of have the bug to go try some stuff out. I mm -hmm. thought you were saying you want to do host an open mic, but you're saying you want to go hit another open mic. Maybe. Um, yeah, I just want to uh, perform in front of people and not wait three hours for a chance to talk to an empty room. But mm -hmm. like, you know, I don't, I'm not even complaining about it. Uh, really podcasting takes so much time. It really, yeah I, believe it. yeah, I believe it. So I feel like if I get really good at this, it'll open other doors that'll provide yeah. many opportunities. And so I kind of would like to just focus on this, Yeah. but, um, the energy is cool. What I was actually thinking more these days is the thing I really like about standup is comedians because yeah. you can talk about anything and yeah, nothing's off limits. Nothing's off limits. Comic. If you're talking yeah. to a shitty comic, then they're probably not. Yeah. Have you ever met one that's like a woke comic? I don't think yeah. I've like truly run into like a woke comic Me or neither. whatever. It's where it's like, what the fuck are, what are you doing with this yeah. joke? Especially not in Austin. And I've been all around. I mean, I've been poor. I go to Portland a lot. You would think maybe there'd be some there. No, nope, great comedy scene. Salt so you Lake, went to Wise Guys, yeah. How was Wise that? G Dude, so great. Great but, club, right? Yeah, like I was saying earlier, I just emailed the guy and I didn't think I'd get on because I was going. I decided uh, before the last year ended that in December, I was sure my mom lives up near Portland and I decided I was going to go visit her for Christmas. Uh, but I decided to road trip it. So I went through Albuquerque, uh, Salt Lake, stayed in Oregon, Washington for like a month and then went down the West coast, uh, 
Northern California, LA. It's a great El road Paso. trip. Oh, yeah. it was wild. I'm I'd never want to be in my car again. <laughs> but no, Wise Guys was maybe the best show of that whole month stretch. I was out and about. Such a great room. Yeah. Everyone was so loose. Yeah. It was so sick. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna try and get back there at some point. That I was so spoiled because that yeah. was my first open mic. I and like people were laughing was and it was like great like, and yeah. it was just like yeah and i would like consistently get every time i went up i got like positive feedback or whatever yeah and then i realized what a rare commodity it is to be able to get in front of real people yeah and i feel like that's what you need is like every single night a lot or whatever so i never could find that out here um but i'm not too focused on it really i like talking to comics yeah and you know, I talk to other people. I like my background is in tech. I'll talk to entrepreneurs. I'll talk to tech people. Okay. Um, really, anyone who's got a cool story. Yeah. But guarantee comics have a cool story. Yeah, that's fair. That's so what what trauma made you do this? <laughs> I don't know. I told myself I would. Uh, I feel like the last time I had this conversation was on Nico's podcast. You know, he did the Canoe Cast, and we were saying I don't always like. I feel like there's a general belief that every comedian like they got molested as a kid or so you know something horrible and it's like that's why they feel the need to tell jokes i feel like it's just something i genuinely like wanted to do since i was young and and it's just one of those things i did i'm like oh yeah i I can get better at this i can keep doing this um especially at 25 you have a ton of time yeah i do to experiment yeah definitely I wish I had like one specific thing, like someone beat my ass. And I'm like, well, guess what? That was the I'm reason. At least funnier than you. You know, like, no, nah, I just really wanted to do it. I went for it. I guess my parents were divorced when I was younger. Maybe that secretly is what it is. Yeah. yeah it's like the, if, the if I start headlining, maybe my parents will get back together after 30 <laughs> years. That's all it takes. Watch it works. I Everything s- comes dude, full circle. I'm going to headline wise guys and I'm calling it. I'm headlining yes. wise guys in two years. Yes. I'll be ready to, they'll, they'll call me up. I got the yes. manager's email. I'll invite my mom. I'll invite my dad, fly him out. And they'll be like, look what we created this comedian together. It's a menage a trois. Yeah, they got their go. spouses. That's what it, it is. It turns it's into a giant orgy. my parents orgy. got divorced. That's why, <laughs> that's why I'm a fuck. That's why I tell jokes. <laughs> but I don't, dude, I fucking hate comedy. I just want my parents to love each other again. It's oh, so horrible. I know the feeling. Oh. It's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. No, I just, dude, I, lo- I loved Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's like. Dude, when I saw Seinfeld, I didn't even know that was like a job. I didn't realize he was like being a comedian. Yes. You know, like. And he talks about it the same way, too. Really? He, yeah, the way he's like, I just knew that. I don't know if it was in his book. No, because his book is just his, Joke. literally mater- his material. Yeah. But uh, maybe it was on comedians and cars or something. But I remember watching something of his. He's like, as soon as I did it, I told myself, if I can just eat peanut butter sandwiches all the time. And do this. And do this. That's good enough. Yeah. I'm like, damn. It's I mean, obviously, he can eat a bajillion peanuts. The dude's the richest guy ever. From his art or yeah. from his comedy. Yeah. But I feel like that's the good mindset. Is like, you just want to do it to do it. Not because yeah. you're, like, escaping anything specific i don't think a lot of people ever find something like that they never experiment enough to like stumble on somewhere it's like oh i could do this t- yeah you know 28 45 100 hours a day yeah like i could do this for more hours than yeah. there are in a day i think just finding a way to monetize it is a struggle that like, is such a struggle 
Like if you're a year in as a comedian, you're not no making chance. any money. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if I were to even five years in. Yeah, dude. If I were, if I were to quit my quote unquote nine to five, right? I'd be so fucked. It'd be done for me. Well, you I'd could always to, do the van. I mean, thing. I'd have to Uber. I'd have to do all sorts of. I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to like the goal is to find a way to do enough time to where you're getting paid enough. And then maybe like monetize the podcast. Or I feel like that's the route now for like someone who wants to truly. Do you have a podcast? I want to. Oh, cool. I want to. I, w- I was so against it for a while. Yeah, me too, kind of. I really was. But I feel like I enjoy it almost more than comedy. Yeah. And I feel like you're f- flexing a different muscle or a similar muscle. Similar muscle, but different. Yeah. I, uh, I had a bit of a epiphany is not the right word. A change in heart because. I've done a couple people's podcasts. I did Nico's a while back, and it was about a month ago at our show. Uh, these this family from North Dakota. I couldn't. I still can't believe it. They came up to me, and they're like, "Hey, man, I can't believe you you have your own comedy show and you're you're a comedian." I'm like, "What?" And they're like, "We we saw you on a podcast where you were on a canoe and we knew we were going to be in Austin. We looked you up and then we saw, Whoa, we saw you have a show at this jazz club and that's why we're here now. And I'm like, no fucking. And they're like telling me, and then they gave us an amazing tip. So I was able to pay the comics really well dude, for that show. And I'm like, fuck man in my head. I'm like, no one wants to listen to what a two, three year comic is talking about with other two you know but then there's fucking people who yeah. just find it and like it so that's fucking cool yeah it was cool i, I like couldn't believe it. I'm like, what? it was just like a mom a dad and then just a, a son who was like maybe a little older than me like it was an older thing i don't know see that's the thing though people like find somebody's style and you're like that's the guy and it just like resonates yeah. with them and you're like yeah, well you know like yeah it's great yeah i don't know and then every now and then matt and Nico, they have the Captain's Dogs podcast. They've sold a couple, or we've sold uh, a couple tables at Monks just because people watch their clips on their, you know, they have quite a following for Captain's Dogs. So yeah, yeah, like podcasts are freaking cool. You should definitely do it. Yeah, I think it's the it's, tech a, it's stuff a lot of work. That scares me. I'm like, fuck, because I want to yeah. do it good. Yeah. I don't want to just like, like I wish I could just get to this point, like the way your podcast is and know everything and just be like, yeah. Just, it was so iterative though yeah like you just have to yeah that's keep keep doing episodes and then you figure out like what process what's quick yeah yeah i feel like it goes down to a science yeah i do feel like i'm starting to get it uh dialed in but if i had infinite money infinite resources infinite staff there i would do everything different so like i am completely constrained yeah no if i won a billion dollars i would definitely staff up a podcast and like just yeah, that'd be a cool thing. Because even do. if I'm not making money off of it right away, which obviously I wouldn't make money off of it right away, I feel like it'd be fun and it would be it would only help my stand up. Well, th- that's another thing I think. Yeah, right. It pairs really well with yeah. stand up. It's not like I'm trying to do a podcast at 9 p.m. at night. Like I'm just I yeah. probably do them in the mornings or yeah. this time. Well, but yeah. but also like you just like will riff, especially with other comics yeah. on stuff, and yeah. like you'll kind of like use your stuff that you like talking about for whatever reason. Yeah. And you'll come up with things. So I'm, yeah. that's another thing that I think in the longest term, if I ever do do comedy, I can mine the podcast yeah. for material. And yeah. um, and so like it just seems natural to to like work on this angle first. Yeah. So and that's your goal right now is yeah. to 
build your podcast platform. Yes. And then my goal is to get this Ooh. like guaranteed distribution. We got an audience. People resonate with it. It's yeah. not like just a couple of guys. It's like real shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's Wednesday. The new yeah. episodes. Right, or yeah. It's whatever. And it's reliable yeah. and it's like coming out at the same time. Yeah. I mean, in my perfect world fully staffed with editors and producers, all that. We're doing a new yeah. drop Monday through Friday every single day, no matter what. Unless wow. I'm like out of town or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because it's like so achievable. It's so achievable. You know, I these so. conversations are um, sometimes like you can get real magic talking to people. I think yeah. this is part of the magic of podcasts is that any two people have something unique about them. They have something yeah. to share. And it comes out in these really interesting conversations, mm. especially when people are being open yeah. and it's a it's it's a talk show format kind of mm -hmm. so like it's existed in the past but not where like anyone could participate you just launch it and see yeah see how it goes but yeah the barrier to entry is like super minimal yeah, yeah. Like you don't have to have the best setup and not everything, at all. but yeah. in my head i'm like if i'm gonna do it i want to do it really good yeah i want people to be impressed right away i'm like yeah. fuck dude i just need to do it yeah, it's better. Everything is better to just or get started. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then like, I feel like once, you know, probably spend a couple hundred bucks or whatever to get it started. But like once yeah. I'm like got a flow, I'm like, All right, it, it is worth getting the better stuff or looking into these cameras. I don't and know. what are you going to do when you're 80? You know, am I going to be running like I do when I'm 80? I don't know, but I'll definitely be talking to yeah. people. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Do you think Rogan's going to be podcasting? I hope so. He should. 80? Yeah, if he's not, good. that's a mistake. Unless he got like CTE or whatever from yeah. all of his fucking attacks or concussions or yeah. whatever happened to him. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, totally. I hope so. You have George Carlin. He's out there saying his piece. Yeah. At like, how, how old was he when he passed? Probably 80s. Yeah. At least late 70s. Old as fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like Grandpa Carlin for sure. Yeah. I but yeah. If he would have been on a pod, like imagine guys like that. Yeah, what if they sucked on like, podcasts? Like Sometimes Patrice O'Neill or or Carlin or Bill Hicks yeah. or just like all those guys who. Yeah, Bill know. Hicks would do great on a podcast. Yeah, uh, he would, he would. who's the black dude everyone loves? Uh, Patrice O'Neill maybe. Besides him, uh, I can see especially he's got a red suit. Um, fuck, he talks about the zoo. Uh, all the animals in the zoo. Oh my God, how am I blanking so bad? Not Bernie Mac, right? No, no, way before, way before. Wait, Red Fox? Fuck is damn that? shit. Is Bitch it? ass whore. Can't remember it. <laughs> anyway, it'll maybe it'll come back to me. Richard Pryor, thank you. Yeah. Uh, you I can't believe I didn't say Richard Pryor. He's Richard one Pryor. Of the goats. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, specials in the red suit. Yeah, I wonder like how many He'd people from back then. He'd be great. Everyone would want to listen to him. You think so? I think so. Just yeah, probably. Because he was such a Unique prolific figure. Like, everyone wanted to hear. You know what I mean? I feel like people didn't just like him because he had great jokes, which he did. Yeah. But I feel like people were going to see him just because they wanted to hear what he had to say. I almost wonder if Bill Hicks would have been better on a podcast than with his material. I feel like I've seen everything he's done. I don't know. Yeah. Just whatever's on YouTube. And it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. And I like especially his voices. And I don't know. I like his style a lot. But... He obviously had a lot of shit to say, yeah. and I feel like he didn't quite get to say it. Yeah, yeah. And he Everyone died so says young. That he was like the best at bombing. Like he would just damn near purposely bomb all the, like because he would just 
like he could sit in it better than anyone else. Like as soon as I'm like getting silence for more than, you know, if I miss a couple beats or whatever, it gets in my head quick. And I'm like, you know, I'm looking around. I'm like, fuck, I got to get these fuckers back. Like, oh, shit. Uh, but apparently, I, I don't know. I kind of envy that in a weird way. Well, don't you think like um, it's possible to always come out of a bomb somehow? Yeah. Yeah. Making yourself up. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think a lot of the times, too. And it's your like, attitude about it. It's yeah. like whether or not you're still having fun, even if you're bombing, you're just like, oh, uh, my cup runneth fucking over. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's not as great. <laughs> Everything's. Yeah. Great. I think the times and even for myself that I've seen other comics who are either doing really bad or just something seems off. As soon as you acknowledge it, I've seen it go better where you're like, man, you guys just really aren't fucking eating on this little dick material i don't know whatever joke they're yeah, uncomfortable yeah. with or whatever and then you know I'll, I'll i'll try to go into making fun of myself more if it absolutely comes down to that but anytime i've seen people successfully get out of it they kind of acknowledge like we're all I, you're not you seem to not be having fun i'm not having fun yeah like what the fuck did i do wrong and then like just going from there yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can find, but I think a lot of what's happening in this live entertainment world, even with a musician, yeah. even with uh, any kind of an entertainer, an actor, whatever, is that you're letting them drive. You're mm -hmm. like, yeah, like in a comic, you're just giving over your mind and whatever they say you're thinking, you're almost predicting the next thing they're going to say. Yeah. And that's why it's kind of annoying when like you have such a simple joke and it's like an obvious hacky joke because like everyone knew it 10 words before it happened. Mm -hmm. And it's so satisfying when it's like a twist in a way that you didn't think yeah. of and that ties it all together. That's super satisfying. Yeah. No, that's the goal is like, ah, I got you, bitch. You, you know, like it's literally yeah. a, I got you on that one. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Um, but I think that same thing happens with all entertainment when there's just something special about the shared vibe, the shared experience. And if what you're feeling is anxiety and pressure yeah. and anything like that, yeah. the audience is automatically going to pick up on that and they're going to feel it a little bit too. Like, why did I pay money to be anxious? You yeah. know, but like if you're feeling footloose and fancy free or whatever, you're just having fun, yeah. then they're going to feel that same thing. And that's what I think people want is, to come and yeah. escape their lives, hear some bullshit, and then yeah, that's yeah, true. Just I mean, that's all out. it is. Like, hey, listen to this bullshit for it is such bullshit. Minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, but God, I'm like, important. I hate it when I mean, they're like podcasts. You could be serious, I guess. They're serious science podcasts oh, yeah, yeah. and blah blah blah. Everything on this podcast is bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's no. bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like whatever. It's just talking. But you I know? feel like bullshit's important. Yeah, to call Bullshit's things out. Im no, 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 no. Like, it's important for people to have some, you know, whatever to, to watch just to escape from their yeah. dumbass Google Drive or whatever totally. they hate. Doing. Maybe they love their Google Drive. If you work for I them. would love a Google Drive. Yeah, they probably pay really well. <laughs> they pay really well. Probably they have, have so many insurance. snacks. And yeah, yeah, my bad. I'm shitting on large companies. Elon Musk is a good guy. Is he? I don't know. I, yeah. We'll find out. Kid. I don't know. I forgot why I went off on that tag. I used to work at Snapchat. And really? Dude, it was pretty Shut freaking fun. Fuck. What'd you it do? It was pretty fun. I, I worked awesome. in engineering, so I did like performance of the app. And Damn. I did web design and a bunch of stuff there while I was there. PM work, worked with wow. uh, Google, Shazam, Spotify, a bunch of other external partners. Um, wow. And I always looked at people who quit because I was like kind of early. 
And I was like, there's no way they're going to do anything as cool as what they were doing here. For a it, corporate job, I feel like it can't get much better than Snapchat. I mean, maybe if I'm successful in podcasting, yeah. there's a door back to like doing well, yeah, some I cool partnership, actually. At that point. But well, it yeah. did become it did become corporate and whatever. It didn't match my style. And for a million reasons that had nothing to do with work or anything else, I left. Uh, but I look back at that time and, and I was like, oh, my God, was I spoiled. Like yeah. I would just be like packing red hole rolls and string cheese home. Like, like I'd eat that as a snack yeah, yeah. and like Chobani yogurts and cashews in the fridge every day. That was my snacks. They had anything. Yeah, whatever. I don't know why I'm so focused on the snacks, but I'm in oh, a snacky yeah. mood lately. I feel snacking. that. What are your top snacks? Uh, the other day on the way home, I got Takis at the gas station. I, I don't, I'm not a big snack guy. You know, I've like never spicy. tried Takis. I like spicy shit. Like, you yeah. like Flaming Hot Cheetos? Yeah, pretty good. Not just Takis are like tortilla chip versions of that. Yeah. I like spicy stuff. When I was younger, I used to like really fuck with Mexican candy, hmm. like the chili powder type candy. I don't know. I've always liked like ever had that. sour or spicy snacks. I like sour. Yeah, I like sour. I'll fuck up some sour Skittles. Sour Skittles? I don't know. Would you go sweet or savory in a snacky mood? Savory. Savory. So I'm not chips? a big, I'm not a big, sh- like, I don't get sweet tooth that much. Not, you'd rather have like chips and salsa than cookie and milk? Yeah. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Same. 100%. Yeah. The ultimate though, and I want to do a mukbang one day. Do you know what that is? Isn't it, isn't it like you just. It's like it's filmed food, eating disorder. <laughs> what is it? Is it not a food review? No, it's like a basically you film an eating disorder where somebody mukbang. just like fucking Sounds gorges like themselves, gorges themselves yeah. on anything. Like uh, I used to have friends. We do this for free and and they put it on YouTube and it's like pretty entertaining. But I feel like that'd be a really fun podcast. I'd do it. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Just it's almost like an eating competition. right? Yeah. Just get a bunch of food. OK, so what's oh. our mukbang going to be? Like what food? Yeah. I what ramen we have? noodles. Ramen noodles. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be funny. Well, you need like, but you need like 50 things. You need like every category because like when you're eating, you can't just eat savory because it'll burn you out. Can't just eat sweet. It'll burn you out. It's the alternating between the sweet and the savory and the bubbly drink that gets you to 5,000 calories. So that's the challenge is to get to like a certain... Yeah, that, that'd be a good challenge. I mean, I could it's eat 5,000 calories easy. less fun. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, let's do it. No, I could eat 5,000. If you're not sweating, you're not working. <laughs> 5,000. In my mukbang. Because you know a lot about like health and nutrition, right? Yeah, I've tracked tons of the 5,000. That's pretty ridiculous. But right? a one bag of Doritos over 1,000. So you eat a bag of Doritos. Shut up. Yeah. One, f- like a family size. 1,400 bag. calories easy. Wow. For a family size? Yeah. Huh. And isn't the daily recommended calorie intake like? 2000 2000 oh, okay it depends on your basal metabolic rate which nobody can determine you wonder what i'm wearing these days is a continuous glucose monitor have you seen these you are yeah shut up had those on dude it's cool so it shows i'll show you do you have diabetes uh, or something my phone's away uh no but what it shows you is a live readout of the glucose in your blood it is used for diabetes oh okay that's what but, i thought yeah but you can also track all these other signals so like what time you wake up or not what time but like when you're sleeping when you're working out and when you're eating huh. all are going to impact your blood sugar and that gives you a ton of like biofeedback it makes me realize like this is an idea i had i don't know five years ago maybe longer yeah where like what we really need is an apple watch that is monitoring your blood 
and it is like looking at every level and it's like got your hormones and it's got your minerals. Yeah. I don't even know what there is to track, but all the things that you'd want to track. And Ooh. it's like your iron is a little low. Eat. Yeah. Here's a list of fruits and vegetables. When it seems achievable. It seems achievable. Yeah, it doesn't sound too far off. You build the whole thing into a game. And so, but yeah, now I've got this uh, glucose monitor. And so I can see minute by minute how my blood sugar is changing. Mm -hmm. And it is very accurate. Like hmm. when it's spiking and when it's crashing and you're never supposed to, you're always doing something wrong. Basically, if you're spiking and crashing. Sure, sure. But I have been snacking lately, so I've been doing uh, a lot of spikes and crash. And yeah, it's crazy. The biofeedback is awesome. Dang. So like, I feel like I'd be like less inclined to go snack or eat a big meal it, if I'm just seeing like a line. I, I think whatever. in the long term, yeah. That's the goal. Huh. Well, but it's also just cool to see how your body reacts to different foods. Yeah. So like maybe somebody eats a banana, it has no impact. You eat a banana and it super spikes or it doesn't spike at all. And you love bananas. So you eat bananas all the time. The goal huh. is to see how your body reacts to food. Yeah, because different foods affect people differently. Unfortunately, yeah. it only works for glucose. But that's a pretty good one as far as things to track. Yeah. Yeah. Because like what? If your blood sugar is low, then you probably are like lethargic, Crashing. Mm -hmm. not feeling good. But if it's too high. If it's too high, like basically what you want is totally stable, 24-7, sure. no huh. spikes, no nothing. That's part of why people eat keto on some diets is because yeah. it naturally doesn't spike your blood sugar. What's keto? Uh, keto's no keto, fat. Keto's or? like uh, for epilepsy basically, but people use it for weight loss. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. This You're is where the diet was evolved take an epilepsy diet to lose weight yeah yeah why did why does it how does it think of a prevent epilepsy i don't actually have any idea oh. <laughs> but i know that uh there is something about using ketones as an energy source that is better for epileptic epileptic people hmm. and basically your body can pow power itself based off glucose or ketones glucose is what it prefers it gets that by breaking down carbohydrates or straight okay. sugar. If you're, just, you know, you can just have some honey. Um, and then if it can't get any glucose from your food, then it goes to your fat stores. It starts liberating your fat stores and it creates something among them is, I don't know if it's a byproduct or an energy or whatever, but is ketones. Huh. And then your body can fuel itself based off that. But guarantee you have less performance uh, on a ketogenic diet because your body does really well with carbs. Mine does anyway. Yeah, most people probably. Do you think about any of this stuff? Is this interesting to you? No, it, it really is. My brother, um, he's more so into like working out and fitness and health cool. and stuff than me. So he'll explain stuff like that to me, and I think it's kind of interesting. It's like a big preoccupation of mine. I know my, dad's done, my dad used to do uh, Ironman. He used to do the triathlons. And he would get, I mean, not so much anymore, but he would get pretty nitty gritty on like what he's taking in and how, mm -hmm. like, I remember he'd have like pickle shots when he does these mm -hmm. crazy runs just to like, I guess the salt Keep or his whatever. sodium up. Yeah. Keep his electrolytes, I guess. So that when people say you, the goal is to go into ketosis, that's when your body stops drawing from glucose yep. and it go, starts drawing from fat. Yep. And you're, and you can actually basically see that on a glucose monitor, I feel, but huh. And for whatever reason, that prevents seizures? Yeah, that's a good question. Wow. I don't know how or why, but... Damn. Dude, bodies are weird. Yeah, I get, I get anxious, like, thinking about how complex it can get. Yeah. yeah well, especially because like, everything we know, we just, like, barely discovered. Yeah. You know, like... 
all this processed food, everything's like yeah. packaged up. Guess what? It's a miracle that there's processed food. It's a miracle. Everyone in all of time and history was starving to death. Yeah. And we're like, we have too many cakes and cookies. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. we're literally dying of comfort. That is yeah. our biggest problem. How crazy Damn. is that? I'd rather be dying of comfort than me too. Starvation. <laughs> it's so much better. <laughs> like that's wow, why anyone who complains is like, yeah, like what's the worst problem? You got to eat Doritos. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to, but, but we want to. Yeah, I will. It was Super Bowl yesterday. I pounded some Doritos. Did you snack? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking pigs in a blanket, Doritos. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Pigs in a blanket, a little yeah. mustard, yes, barbecue. Sir. Yes, sir. Were you big on the Super Bowl? Uh, I wasn't betting on anything, but I that was a crazy game. That holding call was basically bullshit. That's what everyone's... I see, I didn't even see it like that. I didn't watch... His right hand was stickier than his left hand. Yeah. If you watch the replay. Yeah, I know like the his, Eagles fans are pissed. That's all I know. Like well, Eagles, you know... I was pretty in the middle. I'm like, I, I, you know, well, I, I didn't have any stake in the To game. the Eagles fan, that's how the game is played. If yeah. you put yourself in a position where you get a foul, good luck, you're fucked. Yeah. Like, don't put yourself in a position where you can get fouls on the last fucking play of the game. That's fair. But it's it was a game changer for sure. I mean, I'm not like a big Eagles fan or big Chiefs fan. I don't follow football very closely. Yeah, I don't. I either. like the Bengals. Okay. Cincinnati Bengals. It's kind of funny. I just like Tigers, I guess. Oh. <laughs> but uh no, they're a cool team. Like uh yeah. the I I've never I grew up in Michigan, so like I guess ostensibly I should be for t- Detroit. Yeah, there's a rivalry between Ohio and Michigan, but I think it's contained to basketball, college okay. basketball. I don't know how far it spreads. Yeah, I think so. I think March Madness and all that shit. And then when I was a kid, I met Steve Young and actually he was part of my church and I met him when I was older as well. He was my church group teacher. And I don't know if you know him. Scientology. Yeah, uh, no, might as well be. No, no Mormonism. Mormonism. Oh, no shit. I didn't know you grew up Mormon or are you yeah. still Mormon? No, I mean, okay. well, whatever. I guess I am. But like, yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Um, I, I just don't do the rules, but nah, rules. Yeah. yeah. When I was a kid, he autographed a photo for me. So I, I was always rooting for the 49ers. Steve Young was Mormon. Yeah. Do most. Is this a known thing that I'm just. Oh, it's known. He tells he tells like when we were yeah. he was my Sunday school teacher and he'd tell these stories about Joe Montana and like all this. Was Joe Montana stuff. Mormon? I don't think so. Oh, okay. He should have been. He would have had a better career. Is Tom Brady secretly Mormon? He looks like Is that one. why he's so good? Yeah. <laughs> Are the Mormons good? What is the yeah. only Mormon you know? Mitt Romney. Dude, so I, I, uh, in college, to pay my rent, I worked three summers at a pest control job, door to door, and it was Mormon owned. So I, like, I, I was, you know, they would have meetings at the church and stuff, and we started thinking, like, oh, are they trying to convert? Definitely. Are we trying? Are we getting? Conver- but like they paid us well, and it, I mean it was a little pyramid schemey, I'm sure. But like I have friends from college who still work there just because they make such great money in the summer, just knocking doors and convincing people to switch pest control. Mormons love MLMs. It's like their favorite things. What's MLMs? Uh, multi-level marketing scheme, basically okay. where you get a bunch of people to make you a ton of money by getting the person below them to do sales for yeah. your organization. Yep. Tate University is a great example of an MLM. Oh yeah, Andrew Tate. He's got like so. Andrew Tate's technically a Mormon. Yeah, he could be. He fit right in. He fit right in. So he's a good dude. Yeah, maybe. So he's a good. Are they good dudes? I guess they're fine. I guess they're fine. They're 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 good dudes. That's funny. Yeah, but no, all the all the older employees, they were all part of the Mormon Church, and they were so much like they made so much more money in sales. What just sales wise, like all the Mormons, and it's like in my head, I guess if you because when you're 18, right, you have to go abroad. 
and knock doors and, yep. and try and spread uh, your beliefs. The and that's got to be way harder than selling pest control. Oh, yeah. Try selling like religion. Why, yeah, they're literally selling religion. And I mean, obviously, they keep doing it. They probably make some religious sales. Otherwise, why would they keep doing it? Yeah, yeah. I think I hit like 15, 20 con- conversions during mine. Really? Yeah, I remember. Where did you go? If you Colorado. Don't mind me asking. Yeah, Colorado. Oh, wow. So you didn't have to go. I know it's totally random, right? It's There's random. You want to go overseas. That's where all the cool kids go. I went to the fat camp of Colorado Springs. <laughs> That's where I was born. Hell yeah. Maybe. Oh. No, it was. Yeah. It was great. I loved it. Uh, most of my time was at the Air Force Academy. Uh, I was like around people my age. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it was a great experience. But I do remember the first time my, they call it your senior companion, who's uh-huh. my trainer. And he handed me a Book of Mormon and he was like, go talk to that guy about Jesus. Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. uh-uh. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know, it, it really is kind of like as intense as barking, like, uh-huh. uh, you know, like promoting your show or even the moment before getting on stage. Yeah. You're knocking on the door. You hear the rustling inside. They're going to come. Yeah, Can I tell you about the restoration? Yeah. yeah. Did you hear? Oh, my Did God. Did you hear about the good word? So and then, but you guys do track conversions. Yeah, oh, we track that's, all sorts of it's metrics. Like football, you guys are football players. You got a couple conversions. This totally, that's absolutely crazy. Yeah, we got all the stats. Damn. So you track. Let's see if I can remember. Um, you definitely track how many lessons you teach. Okay. And sense. you track how many people you actually baptize and convert. Um, but I think you also track a bunch of other things that I'm blanking on. One, I think was called, uh, just how many people you approach cold approach, basically. Sure. That's a big one. Attempts kind of thing. Attempts. Yep. Um, (laughs) and I, anyway, there's a bunch of metrics and one of my favorite things that I abide my whole life by came from my mission in this book that you're required to read, but it's a good book called preach my gospel. And it's about uh, when you track this actually also played into my time at Snapchat. When you when you track performance of anything. Yeah. Performance improves. Yeah. When you track and then report that performance, the rate of improvement accelerates. I think that's like a real business rule. Yeah. I feel like that can apply to anything, anything, anything to comedy that can apply. I mean, that's why I track. I'll track calories. I'll track workouts. I'll post them on Instagram. Why? That's the reporting process. Yeah. That's the accountability. Yeah. Accountable. That's the word. Yeah. Damn. So I think there's a lot that people get from religion that has nothing to do with religion. Yeah. I think it's just important to have, uh, not faith is the word, uh, a structure, connectivity, structure, and and a community. community. Totally. So what do you think? How do we get here? I forgot. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Me too. (laughs) No, no, no. I was saying, how did, how did uh, human beings come to populate the earth? Let's just uh, drop every previous okay, thread. Was it a god even, all right, so or was if, it? If it's for I, sure evolution, then who started the yeah. other guys? You right. Know? I don't know. Yeah. Is it? Am I about to be converted? Is that what this is? Yeah. Let for? me tell you. Let me yeah, tell you. Yeah. Even like, the fuck. Big Bang like, requires a miracle. Like, fuck, I got God. All things require miracles, Brother Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> Read this book. Read this book. I don't know, man. I like to think you're something like crazy, big, magical, but. Could be. Thinking about it makes me anxious. Does it? Like, oh. Wait, why? I don't know, because you're just thinking about like everything ever. Yeah. And like, how is this what it is? Yeah. How is it? I don't know. Could so be anything. Clearly, you, you have your 
beliefs set up and that, and I feel like there's comfort in it. I'm open. I don't, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Like whether there's, I, I can't tell to me, I'm equally divided by, it used to be raw freaking. Well, first of all, it used to be true believing Mormon. This one faith explains the entire universe. Don't need to question anything. I already got all the answers. Yeah. Then it was pure atheism. Question everything. Oh yeah. Like God is dead. Full nihilism. Yeah. Yeah. Hard times. Yeah. Now I'm split somewhere between those two and really it's one for sure. Nobody knows two could be VR could be a VR experiment. Oh, the old simulation, which I've always thought was a dumb idea. I always thought it was like kind of a lame idea, but it actually is a pretty good idea. Like it's, I don't know. Like if you just extrapolate into the future and you see what's coming Clearly, we're going to create this type of technology and then it becomes how good is that technology? How immersive is it? And how do we know that we're not in like the prime simulator? Like we think we're like the original ones. No, like we're iteration 10 billion. Yeah. And but uh, yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. Could be anything. Uh, Yeah. The the old simulation, dude. Yeah. Have Have you ever done VR? Like yeah, the, it's not. Yeah, right. but like I could see how it gets really good, and then that's like, oh shit, what are we <laughs> you know, like how, how. You ever have you done it? Yeah, I bought an Oculus a while back. How long did it take you to watch porn? Uh, dude, <laughs> uh, like I had a joke about watching porn, like the five net, minutes into yeah, unboxing, pretty much. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Like, wait, what was your joke? It was so dumb. The joke, I. I've retired it for sure, but the joke, it was, it was kind of hacky too. It was the easy joke. I would say, uh, how would I, how would I say it? Um, I'm a little, I would say I'm a little out of sorts for the first time in my life. I got caught today watching pornography and then I'd say, at least I think I got caught when I heard the door crack open. I was too embarrassed to take off the VR headset. So I was like, uh, and it would work. You know what I mean? Like it pretty much worked every time, but it wasn't like. It was, yeah, it wasn't. It was one of those. Ah, yeah, you know, it wasn't a satisfying bit. It was. I don't know. That was one of my first like. But you do have an Oculus. Yeah. Oh, cool. I uh, dude, I don't do anything with it. Really? I mean, yeah. My friend. It's like buying a drone. One. It's like you're gonna fly that once. Yeah. No, my friend got it, and he's like, dude, we can play this, and you can go to like these universes, and we did that for maybe a week, and then yeah. I just started playing ping pong on it all the time, and that's all I've used it for. I haven't used it in like a year. I did like the intro, though, for the Oculus with the robot where you put in the disc. Yes. And it has all that music. The first yeah. time and I ever can, saw like, that. Grab the, and you can grab the. The objects. and The objects. The paper the, they have like a dart gun or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. a Nerf gun. That Yeah. I feel like it wears off. Like the. Novelty. The novelty of it wears off pretty quick. Because at first I'm like, what? Yeah. Holy. I'm like, this, my whole life is a video game. You know? And then I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I, I, I play like a lot of Call of Duty right now. And I just much rather just see like a screen and just, yeah. oh, I don't know. I, mean, I want more of a disconnect than being right there. It needs to be like totally immersive. Yeah. You know, another thing I thought is like, what if VR was kind of like Inception actually, where there was like a chemical process yeah. that like tapped you in where you're all like sharing like the same blood chemical. I don't yeah. know. Like I never really connected to VR to Inception. Yeah. Yeah. That's serious. what they say. Yeah. Have you tried them? No. I oh, you should try them. I hear great things. I'm, dude. I get, I get paranoid when I smoke weed. Like I get, 
full on panic attacks. Like yeah. Smoke pot. This like, the first time I saw that robot animation, my buddy got me good and high and then put that mask on my oh head my God. and i was like and this was while i was like still brand new to weed so it was like max sensitivity <laughs> to the receptors oh my and they God. were all just buzzing and oh. i got the robot like talking to me i'm like this is the future <laughs> and then a week <laughs> later a week later i never used it but you know <laughs> that's hilarious yeah vr is yeah vr is kind of cool um but it's so so far off the cool thing, though, that I'm excited about is augmented reality, which has been right around the corner for about a decade now. It's mm-hmm. like fusion where you always hear about it. No, nothing ever what is happens. that where you can like have the movement and not just the visuals. Um, it's going to be like glasses where you have a heads up display and it augments the world. So like if you were to focus on that bottle, it could tell you like how much you could recycle it for or oh. or how you could order off Amazon or I see your face and it brings up your Instagram oh, and your socials. I don't yeah. want that. Yeah, uh, that's too much. I think that Apple's trying to make like a if consumer that's like, version. That's very black mirror-y. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you, that's their social status. You can. I, don't, I feel like yeah. you should have to meet someone before you know things about them yeah it'd be but probably like at increasingly least face, to face you know obviously you can see someone and be like all right i'm gonna look them up and then, you know there's a yeah. little effort into it but just to like it be there no matter what uh, yeah yeah no it's probably is gonna be how it is though uh, like hey, can i use the restroom real quick i need absolutely. to pee so fucking bad i have not had to pee that bad i feel like is there any, any better relief no none i imagine that's what heroin's like <sighs> would you try it just to feel it no because then you're addicted and you're fucking addicted to heroin. I You don't think you could break the addiction? Like, how good could it really be? I feel like most people get addicted. Yeah. Although they do say... That's the wrong attitude. <laughs> yeah. How good could it really be? That's like you only do heroin to yeah. challenge yourself to not do it again. I don't know. Why I not? mean, I have my drugs that I'm addicted to. Like, I love weed. I love Adderall. Um, Adderall? Adderall is a big one. Really? I don't recommend anyone use it. I think it's uh, black magic. And so if you want to use it, you got to pay the price. Yeah. I remember in, in college, everyone was on Adderall. I never really liked the way it made me feel. Really? You tried Just, it? Well, I took ADHD medicine when I was younger and I I hated it. I felt like it t- turned me into, but I mean, that's Same. consistently taking it for a couple months made me feel like, I don't know, like I'd be like the first to class. I wouldn't feel okay talking to people that i don't know it was just not me yeah i remember it feeling like like not me that's a good way to uh describe it but i think i I mean i guess i do think there is value in like just like say you got to do an essay and you just want to grind and be in the pocket just focused i get it i get it yeah it's interesting how some drugs affect people differently like opioids or um what is the common painkiller people abuse vicodin Maybe, yeah. Oxy something. Oxys. Oxy. Yeah, I had a uh, buddy give me some of those. Oxycontin. It literally just made me fall asleep. Yeah. Just felt terrible. Yeah, I've never, because I've, I've done the pain medicine stuff after like breaking bones or certain. But I think oh. I'm a stimulant guy. I like stimulants. Yeah. Caffeine. Yeah. You drink a lot of coffee every a day? A lot of coffee. Really? Oh, I'll yeah. drink one cup in the morning and it'll, I like it, but it, like if I drink coffee throughout the day, I'll go full anxiety mode. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I can drink and still fall asleep, although I'm sure like is better to use the minimum possible. Yeah. There's some level in life between just like trying to optimize and trying to do the best thing and yeah. then just living your fucking life and enjoying your coffee every morning, no yeah. matter what, because it's a great part of life. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, like, I think that's one argument like obese people take is like, I'm just going to do this because I enjoy it. You yeah. know, like, is that a problem? I don't think it really is. Oh, yeah. What do you think about obesity? Let's touch on that. Uh, Not good. Not good. Okay. Uh, I, I sympathize with anyone because I mean, I know a lot of it is like, yeah, you're just eating a bunch of food, you fucker. Yeah. But I know a lot of it is genetic and like, I'm fortunate enough to have, I know my metabolism's like. That. Like if I I could never be the muscular guy I don't think unless I like really took supplements and stuff just because genetically I have a fast metabolism so I feel bad for people. But don't you think that like w how fast is a fast metabolism? Even if it's like yeah. four hundred calories a day, even if it's a thousand a day, you still if you ate cakes and cookies every fucking day you'd get fat. You want to know how to get fat? Drink heavy cream. It's my favorite thing. That'll do it. Oh, that'll do it. It's pure fat. It's what it is. It's velvet. It's so good. Um, just drink heavy. Do you actually like doing that? Drink I heavy? literally, well, I sweeten it. Yeah, of course. I add what? a little cocoa powder. Yeah. So my method, I call it fat boy pudding, is to whip up the heavy cream. Yeah. It takes like a few minutes. And then you just add in your stuff. You can add protein powder if you're trying to be somewhat health conscious a little yeah. bit. But people that say that they can't gain weight, eat my fat boy pudding, okay? This is the recipe. A one cup of heavy cream, okay. one scoop of protein powder, artificial, sweet, artificial sweetener. I like to add a little salt and vanilla because that's my, okay. I just like how it tastes. And uh, whip all that up until it's like the same consistency as whipping cream. Ooh. Throw that in the freezer for not too long, like 30 minutes just to the point where it's almost totally frozen yeah. and you have the best fat boy ice cream pudding of your life of <laughs> your life. Is that how pudding usually is made besides the protein powder? Basically that and they add other stuff like just a bunch of sugars, uh, mostly condensed milk will make it pretty good. Okay. I know condensed milk is good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sweet and condensed you ever had milk. Vietnamese coffee. No, I've never, had I think it. they, I think it's coffee made with condensed milk. I could yeah. be totally wrong and I'm just assuming, but, yeah. I fuck with it. Yeah. It's uh, high calorie. Yeah. For sure. I don't understand anyone who's like, I can't, I, I can get you to gain weight. Like, yeah. definitely. I think if I wanted, like, if I wanted to, I could do it. But it's not hard for me to stay decent. You don't have, yeah. But don't you, I don't know. I think a lot of obesity, this is coming from a fat, uh, former fat person, uh, still have. Used to be fat? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Like 300 oh. pounds. I mean, 280. Whatever. Holy shit. Um, and a lot of it was just, I love food, dude. Food is like my favorite thing yeah. on the planet. Like if I could be a cyborg and just get mouth pleasure with like an artificial stomach that just like made Bitcoin from the extra food. I don't know. <laughs> like that'd be pretty fucking dope. That's crazy. I, I can't picture you fat. Oh, I could show you a picture. You'd, Too you'd picture it real fast. But when, when was the last time you were like, significantly overweight or like over 200 pounds probably 2017 okay so it's been some time yeah and it was probably quite the journey huh uh i mean up and down it's always like oh really i think a lot of food is um or a lot of obesity is people eating for comfort people eating for stress yeah. stress and i don't know like i don't buy this argument that i just have like a hypothalamus whatever at the end of the day, even if your body naturally only needs 1,500 calories a day, mm -hmm. somebody else needs 3,000, 
whatever. Some people are shorter. Some people are taller. Yeah. It is whatever it is. None of it matters. Yeah. What matters is doing what's right for your body. Yeah. Which I think is uh, what people just don't really do a lot of, you know, like they yeah. don't do the kettlebells. They don't move. They don't run. Even a little bit of movement, go, it changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime I'm like in a good zone of like okay i'm gonna work out a couple days a week and i'm in that good routine i always feel better like mentally physically yeah but sometimes it is nice to just like freaking go ham and just eat whatever the fuck you want oh yeah it's awesome yeah 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 so you've never what's the fattest you've ever been do you think <sighs> probably right now i don't know i've never really so not fat i've never no i've never been big my, nice. my younger brother was like a little chunky when he was growing up, like when he was growing up, because, you know, I feel like most kids are like kind of pudgy and then they grow into it. Mm -hmm. But I was just always just a skinny little fucker. Well, really, like, just uh, I don't know. You're still young. There's time. Yeah, that's, There's uh, time for you to know the pain. That's all I care about. It's like, dude, I just want to gain weight like all my friends. I just want to be a big guy. Yeah. I don't know. Well, so what else do we got in this world? Um, Let's see. We covered VR, which is scary. That's what we were talking about. What were we talking about right before I went? Because I literally what Mormonism focus. pee. I literally like the five minutes leading up to me having to pee. I was like trying so hard not to focus on how bad I have to pee. And I was like fucking VR VR VR. Sweet fucking relief. Yeah. What do you think about I? One of my topics I can't get enough of is AI. Okay, the Chat GPT stuff. Mm -hmm. huh? I'm really. My into brother it. showed me that when I was up in uh, Washington. Insane. It's insane. scary. It yeah. scares me. I that call it uh, what retarded genius. <laughs> That's yeah. what I've been calling it. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I mean, you imagine, like, there's got to be kids in high school that aren't doing essays anymore. Why would that, you? Why would Because it can, like, do – it can, like, authentic – it's, like, kind of an authentic product, isn't it? Oh, it'll definitely write an essay for you. No, yeah. you might have to, like, do – it has a lot of misinformation. Mm -hmm. One problem. Two, it uses a ton of filler words which arguably is like kind of, you know, like using a calculator. Like, do okay. we really care about filler words? I don't know. I don't know. But if I was in school, I'd just be dominating. This is like one of the reasons I'd be interested to get a tech job again. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like you can freaking just uh, have it write code for you. I mean, none of this stuff is like that great mm -hmm. yet. But even just as a primer of an idea, mm -hmm. you feed in, you're in college, you feed in an assignment, it gives you a framework. It gives you a skeleton that you can fill in with your own meat and bones or uh, meat and flesh or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's uh, going to be. Do you know a lot about the AI world? Um, or is it just like your. I know passion? a little bit. Okay. I know a little bit just from my time in tech. And uh, 2012 was like a big evolution in AI when deep learning came on the scene. What's that? Um, it's a method of just training AI models that basically the, I be believe the idea is it can train itself to a degree. So previously how we would train things at snap is you would want to be able to like recognize a human face so that you could apply a mask and a filter that oh, kind wow. of stuff. And so, I mean, not that I did any of this work, but I would talk to the engineers that did. Yeah. And so, so. you create a model that can like take a frame, one frame. Yeah from a video and it can um just start bisecting it and dissecting it until it kind of finds these patterns 
and then you train these models up by giving them a lot of label data. Uh So you'll provide them a set of data that's like, this is a spoon, this is a person, whatever, this is a cloud. And eventually through enough iterations, it builds this neural network of connections that this is like the black box part of AI that represents all that training data. And it's kind of memorized this is what a spoon looks like. This is what a face looks wow. like. And then from there, um, now people have started elaborating those models into different forms. So there's like image generators and audio generators yeah. and text generators. And Google actually, I believe, I heard this on a YouTube video, released the first version of ChatGPT's model, which is called a text generator. Mm. So anyway, like a bunch of engineers are basically trying to rebuild their brains and computers. Yeah. And they're getting pretty good at it. Yeah, no shit. The stuff my yeah. brother was showing me, I'm like, what? It was like, yeah. make a five sentence rebuttal over, or five paragraph rebuttal over this movie and blah, blah, blah. Very specific scenarios. Boom. Info right there. So like a lot of what I was doing in my final days of Snap was trying to like organize the company's information into a single source of truth. And that job is going to be done so easily by AI. It's ridiculous because you have a bunch of coworkers. Yeah. You need to find a resource. What do you do? You ping your coworker on Slack. Maybe they know, maybe they don't. They ping another person. Yeah. Three people down. There's the document. They have it like, no, we need one web portal so that you don't have to like ping your coworkers. All that's out the window. Wow. Everyone is just going to be asking their questions to AI. I think in the future, you'll spend more time talking to machines than people. I think that is a possibility. I believe it. Just seeing, oh, if yeah. you have this earwig in your ear yeah, and it's listening 24 seven to everything you say, and it knows you like freaking knows way more th- about you than you ever could because it has a whole history with you yeah. and it's been trained on all of your preferences and your mannerisms and it's totally wow. personalized, personalized to you. Of course, you're going to ask it anything. It'll be yeah. second nature. And you'll have it like as a virtual assistant or as a companion, who knows, whatever. Holy shit. So I think it's a pretty exciting future, but I think we're still, you know, a couple of years from uh, some consumer products that I think start yeah. scaring people. Yeah. I, I, I <laughs> feel like, like oh, that's too plenty good. of pushback. But. Yeah. But there's no pushback that could stop it because the models are already here. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Yeah, like OpenAI is working on the next version and the next and the next. And they have these splinter groups that broke off from OpenAI. They're also building their own stuff. It's going to be massive competition. Also, another thing to consider with all this AI bullshit is the cost of training these models has been prohibitive. It's been so expensive. Uh huh. I got to get a drink. Yeah. So to train an AI model. It used to be like uh, a level the, uh, of OpenAI's GPT-3, yeah, millions of dollars, four or five million bucks. Really? Yeah. Now it's like forty-five grand to train a model. In the future, it's going to be like four hundred and fifty bucks. Okay. So you're going to see these step functions and cost declines, and at the same time, while the costs are going down, the spend is going to go up because people are going to be paying more and more. I yeah, already more. pay for AI. Yeah. So like I'll transcribe this podcast and I'll use that to create clips and like extract keywords and do title generation. Yeah. Like summaries and descriptions and marketing materials. And I'm one guy, you know, like that's insane. Yeah. There's 
tons. I th- the, like, uh, like I can't even fathom. I think the big deal the complexity is complexity of it is going to be is going to be around productivity. Mm-hmm. I think it's just going to make everyone more productive. Yeah, I think that's the whole idea. So people will argument for it. People think it's going to replace jobs. I think it's not going to so much replace jobs as make existing jobs way more productive. Okay. Yeah. Huh. They stole our jobs. Yeah, it's going to be the new Mexicans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Who steals jobs? Them. Like, was that a job anyone wanted? You wanted to go, like, work in the sun and, like, you know, yeah. harvest fruit or yeah, whatever? I type in code at a desk. Yeah, is that a real job? job? Is that what Mexicans do? Mexicans? Yeah. Maybe we should have more racism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the answer. There's not enough <laughs> racism in the world. That, if we had these clear boundaries, yeah. right? If we actually had the wall there we go. that Trump promised to us. There we go. And then we, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah are you political at all or who do you think's running the show um dude i think it's chat gbt it's only a s- fucking should be it might as well be no I, i'm i really am not super political i don't know not like uh i feel like one one side of my family is one way one side the other but for the most part i feel like meeting the mi- people meet in the middle they do yeah i don't know Everyone wants to be fiscally conservative, socially democratic. How yeah, do you actually I feel like accomplish that's a popular that? Thing to say. Well, yeah. but like I think it is pretty true. Like people want to help the poor when they can. Yeah. But they don't want to be taxed to death and have that go to I guess bomb Russia. Like what are we even spending the money on? Yeah. Also, guarantee these guys that are funneling this money. That's a vehicle mm-hmm. for something. Like they I yeah, would love for, for the AI robots to analyze all the money we've sent to Ukraine and see exactly how much went to politicians yeah. and companies that then did speaking gigs really and how much actually went to killing Russians. Neither of them seem like a good use of money in my opinion, no, no. but whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy that the government just does all this stuff with yeah. zero accountability. Ugh. I think that we have to you put an AI end to it. Will fix it. I think we have to fucking stop them. Yeah. Damn. We have to stop the corrupt government from taking advantage of their citizenship through artificial intelligence and accountability and blockchain. B- blockchain. Yeah, oh, crypto. Oh, it's crypto's blockchain. That's right. Yeah. I feel like your tech knowledge is infinitely higher than mine. I'm just like, yes, uh, AI, crypto. I'm a headlines guy. Really? Headlines only. Headlines are, are only. You, were you a crypto dude at any point? Oh, yeah. Crypto is a are? big deal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I feel like there was a fall off for a little while. There, right, I try right to spread the, FUD about Bitcoin, but really, I do think crypto is the future. Why can't I think of what they were? NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. Is that totally dead now? I don't think so. What? I it's think not? that. No, I don't think so. I think that uh, people misunderstand it. And here's the whole advantage. Very, very simple of NFTs is uh, fractionalized ownership. So you have a digital good, an episode of Seinfeld, maybe like the most popular episode of Seinfeld or use our... Uh, our local good friend, uh, Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. whatever his top podcast is, Elon Musk, um, Alex Jones, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. That thing is worth money. That artifact is worth money. People will watch it and it'll attract attention for decades to come. Mm-hmm. So what is the monetary value of it? Is it a hundred bucks? Is it a million bucks? I don't know, somewhere in between. But what an nft like device i'm not even promoting nfts i don't even know maybe nfts won't be a thing in five years i have no mm-hmm. idea what i do know is a good the idea concept. 
in concept is fractionalized ownership where there's no third party that needs to verify anything. Everything yeah. is written to a blockchain. So the I whole, know that's the idea of the blockchain. The whole, the, the whole advantage of the blockchain is you just don't, is exactly. So you don't need JP Morgan, you know, you don't need yeah. banks, you don't need the government. It works based off of the consensus of the network. And there's like a finite amount of such thing, right? In Bitcoin, or, there is. In Bitcoin, there is. Okay. But not all. Not all of them. Coins. In fact, I think Bitcoin is like one of the only ones that is finite. Because what? It's Bitcoin and Ether Ethereum. Yeah, huge. there's hundreds, but yeah. the no, only I know ones, there's hundreds, but those are like the those are the two most known. Yeah, those okay. are the only two that I kind of. But I'm I'm kind of only into Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, I'm not as much into either of them as I should be, given how long I've been in it. But I do think that the future, even if it's not Bitcoin, even if it's not Ethereum, is blockchain, mm -hmm. because that is such a novel invention that you can distribute trust mm -hmm. and not need a third party yeah I so you take an episode that. of seinfeld yeah. and now like i can buy that full episode and now i fucking own that episode and i can sell it to tbs or i can sell it to netflix either yeah. one now what becomes interesting is if i ever need to fundraise again i fall on hard times whatever i can sell 80 percent of that episode to the general public and still keep 20% myself or vice versa. I could sell 20% and keep yeah. 80 myself, whatever. But I can infinitely fractionalize the ownership of digital goods in oh, a wow. verified trustless way. That is the power of NFTs, fractionalized ownership. I'm sold. Yeah. I think I'm sold. But I don't know if NFTs are the actual thing that's gonna win, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like you were hearing about them every single day, all the time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, oh, no, never mind. Well, you know, a lot of people lost, lost money on yeah, yeah. FTX. A lot of and celebrities and stuff. Yeah, right? if they didn't That's lose money, they lost face, which is almost worse. Yeah, 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 bad rep. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, what do you think about it? I think I'm glad I don't have hundreds of millions of dollars to fuck around with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty fucking scary. That's how you get to jail, is yeah, you take other people's yeah. money, and then you fuck around with it. No, I feel bad for the people who legitimately were like, Oh man, I'm fucking, I'm being smart financially and I'm ahead of the curve. And then, you know, you, your shit's gone Yeah. or whatever happened. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that much about it. So it's like, I guess it's just kind of the curiosity why I brought it up. Yeah. Financial markets are pretty interesting. That's another kind of interest of mine. Like I got nuked in the stock market from using margin. I had no idea when you sell the cover on margin, you actually have to sell like four to one. Anyway, I have a problem with the app I use that I won't name right now. Fair. But, uh, yeah, like it is pretty kind of interesting how some people have worked their entire lives, very difficult lives as plumbers and electricians and school teachers yeah. and lawyers even and yeah. like whatever. But if you just know the right things to buy and when you'll make infinitely more money yeah, than you ever could through the labor of your hands, infinitely more. It's That's such a crazy, a crazy system. Yeah, that is a crazy way to put it, but it's so true. Yeah. Like you could work for 50 grand for an entire year of your life, or mm -hmm. you could make that in one day by YOLOing option calls. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I used to watch those like day trader videos, not like yeah. for tips, but I was just fascinated by the dude who wakes up for a stock market open, does day trading. And he's like, all right, well now I'm getting in my Lamborghini and I'm going to do this. And 
I Hopefully think, the market's good tomorrow. I'm like, what? Yeah, I think a That's lot of that insane. stuff is kind of, I mean, I've done that too, but um, I think most of it is bullshit. I don't know. I think the market here's these days, I think it's mostly set by the Fed. And I think that's something people didn't know until yeah. this most recent correction, but now everyone knows. So here's something interesting. Interest rates are rising to f combat inflation, Okay. right? Yeah, yeah. So we have inflation, goods are more expensive and services are more expensive. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to combat that by taking money out of the system by raising interest rates. Mm -hmm. and that is going to make people spend less money. And so retailers, for example, will discount their goods instead of inflating their goods to mm. attract customers. That's the idea of raising interest rate. I mean, there's a million other things, but yeah, like yeah, kind of the general idea as far as I understand it. And so now the big question becomes, when will the Fed start turning on the money printers again? Because I don't think there's ever been a time in history where there's been so many people queued up waiting for that event. Previously, it's been all the the Wall Street guys. They know yeah. what's going on. They know what to look at. Now it's everyone. Yeah. Everyone who's into markets knows that when the Fed turns on the money printer, it's game fucking on. But nobody knows when that's going to be. So now you have this guy, Jerome Powell, chairman of the Fed, who's like been placed in this crazy position where he has to like do his job, I guess, which is to bring inflation down. Yeah. But everyone is hanging on every fucking word he says. Yeah. Because the slightest hint that inflation is peaked and that they're going to reduce rates, everyone knows that's the bull flag. Oh wow. And so we're all just waiting for yeah. it. Yeah. And Ooh. and people are prepositioned. Anyway, it's like kind of an interesting thing. Yeah. I guess that's the whole idea behind being decentralized they're trying to yeah it's like you don't have any of this of bullshit manipulating the markets totally yeah. hell yeah that does sound like very uh what's the word like more futuristic clear. like yeah crazy oh man that's wild yeah i don't uh, know what's gonna happen so what i think though is that they might keep interest rates elevated for like years yeah partially in response to the fact that well they don't have to raise interest rates unless there's some market crisis yeah Although I do think it impacts government debt. I don't totally know how that works, but yeah. whatever. Um, but either way, like more people than ever are hanging on the words of this one guy. So yeah, generally the markets are like becoming less mysterious. Yeah. And you can get somebody like Elon Musk who's willing to burn his stock to the ground to buy Twitter yeah. and fuck over all of his investors willy-nilly. Um and then but pe but people see these moves happening in real time yeah and so like everything is becoming more transparent yeah i feel like people are more knowledgeable they're about more knowledgeable about it like i didn't before. know any of this shit until a year ago you know yeah no i'm still like a lot of this still goes over my head but i like i get the general idea i'm like oh shit so basically when fed turns on the money printer it's game on for crypto for everything and until that happens like yeah. it'll be whatever it is Holy probably trading shit. sideways damn yeah dude feel like i got a bunch of lessons <laughs> <laughs> we have we've covered a lot uh anything else that we need to cover that we haven't covered before we close uh, i don't have anything i really don't 
All right, dude. Well, it's been a this fun, fun fucking hang. This was cool. Um, I learned a lot. I seriously learned a lot. Too, I feel like I was preaching at you a little bit, but dude, yeah. I've, you've converted me. I'm okay. going home. And You're going Mormon. Man. I get 10 percent. There we go. From yeah, on. I'll send you my pay stubs. MLM starts today. There we go. There yeah. We go. Send me the book. Send me the suit and tie. Whatever I need. Oh yeah. OG MLM. Yeah. There we go. We're doing it. Fuck yeah. All right, everyone. Joe McNamara on Instagram. What's your Instagram? Joe C McNamara. J O E C M C N A M A R A on Instagram and I think everything. I don't have Twitter or anything. I and think. if you're in Austin, we can catch your shows twice a month at Monks Mox, Jazz Club. Monks Jazz Club. Monks Jazz Club. Hell yeah, dude. Well, yep. thanks for coming on. It was really dude, fun. Thanks for having me. All I'm right. Pumped. See you guys.